Sometimes it can feel like food has an emotional control over you. Well, it's time to show your food who's boss with Noom. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. We're here to give you a wrap-up of the Monday action around the diamond and get you ready for Tuesday. April 11th, all things baseball, full day of action uh, to get you going there. But we have a ton of news to get to. Before we get to that, make sure you check me out on Twitter at BDentrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K, and all the great work over at PitcherList.com, all the written articles, all the PL Plus stuff, the Discord, and much, much more. So make sure you check that out at PitcherList.com. We're just going to get at it. Like I said, we have a ton of news on this slate. It seemed like every time you turned your head on Monday, there was another injury or a guy leaving a game. Or something. It was crazy. So let's get at it. We talked about on, on Sunday, Monday's episode of Neil Cruz went on the IO with a fractured ankle. Reports after surgery on Monday. He will be out four months at least. So in a lot of leagues, that is droppable unless you have deep, deep IL spots. It's a shame to see. But hoping for the best for O'Neill Cruz. Tristan McKenzie of the Cleveland Guardians is progressing well and will begin throwing weighted baseballs. That makes you feel confident. He's uh, thrown a couple times, but weighted baseballs. Based on how he responds to that will determine when he begin begin a throwing program. Still a ways away. And on Monday, the Guardians moved Tristan McKenzie to the 60-day IL. Uh, Aaron Savali of those Cleveland Guardians, he was placed on the IL with an oblique strain. Uh, Peyton but- Battenfield was called up. Uh, looking at his brief numbers, because I'm not a dynasty guru, I get, but they got that covered at pitch list. Guarantee it. Um, decent ratios. not Not bad but uh, not a strikeout guy in the minors. So I don't know if he pitched the contact, what's going to take place there. Maybe they get some Cleveland magic because they know how to work their pitchers. We'll see. I'm not running to go to battle with that in field. Let's put it that way. Carlos Correa was scratched on Monday for the second straight game with back tightness. We've had that problem with Correa for years, ever since he had that wonderful, wonderful massage back in, uh, back in the day. So Correa is out yet again. They do not expect it to be long, though. Hopefully he's back on Tuesday. The White Sox, the White Sox, the White Sox. This is one of many things for the White Sox. Joe Kelly heads to the IL. Um, he's go with a groin strain. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll get to the rest of the White Sox later, though. I'll save the good stuff for last. Seth Brown was placed on the IL for the Oakland Athletics. Connor Capel should see a lot of the playing time in the outfield. He started on Monday. But the thing I wanted to mention was Kevin Smith was recalled from Triple A, and he got to start at, tr- at shortstop on Monday. Through only seven small sample games at AAA this season, Kevin Smith was hitting 300 with five home runs and four stolen bases. In your deeper leagues, this man could be an option when you have so many shortstop like Neil Cruz. And we'll talk about Tim Anderson and other guys that might be losing playing time due to injury at shortstop. Kevin Smith could give you some relief in your deeper formats. So keep an eye on him and see what he does this week for your weekend fab action. Kyle Bradish of the Baltimore Orioles. We saw that horrific line drive off his foot. Didn't know what was going to take place. Injury-wise for him, he threw 44 pitches in a side session on Saturday, 
and reports on Monday said he will throw again on Tuesday. If everything goes well, he might not even need a rehab assignment. The swelling is completely gone from his foot. So if the, if the side session is good on Tuesday, he could be expected to start as early as this weekend for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Rysel Iglesias of the Atlanta Braves has yet to throw off a mound. He's thrown a couple times, like long toss. He actually threw back-to-back days, so he's progressing well. But still has not thrown off a mound, so they still have no timetable for his return. I'm thinking May at the earliest, the way things are sounding. Mitch Garver, stop me if you've heard this before, placed on the IL with a left knee sprain. That's a bummer. He added a couple home runs. Again, stop me if, you see, if you've heard this before. This is not a recording. Uh, Sandy Leone was recalled from AAA. Don't worry. It is the Jonah Heim show, like we expected. One of my favorite catcher two targets in draft season. Adam Duvall mentioned it on Monday's show that he fractured his, or he hurt his wrist severely on a diving catch. Well, it was what we expected. Reports came back. Uh, Adam Duvall to the aisle with a fractured wrist. They're expecting another like four months or so for him, but reports later on Monday said he will not require surgery. So that might shorten the time frame for return. A lot will tell as the bones start to heal. So we have time on Duvall. Wouldn't be shocked if we see a 60-day IL come in his direction. Bobby Dalgleback was recalled to take Duvall's spot on the Boston roster. Duvall's hitting 261 in AAA with one home run on the season. And let's not forget the wonderful Bobby Dalback moments of spring training where he played shortstop and all over the diamond. Super utility, Bobby Dalback. All right, I said I'd return to the Chicago White Sox. If you're a White Sox fan, feel free to get a glass of water or take a walk for about two to three minutes. Tim Anderson... He left Monday's game with left knee soreness. He will be evaluated further on Tuesday. He was seen walking around the clubhouse on Monday and seemed optimistic that he'd be okay. We've seen that before as well. So Tim Anderson, once again, battling an injury. Yuan Moncada, he missed a game again on Monday. He's day-to-day with back soreness, the same soreness that kept him sidelined off and on throughout spring training. Folks, this is like eight games into the season, and we have back soreness that's still lingering from the spring. Hashtag not good. Eloy Jimenez, we have a positive no, White Sox fans. I'm not all doom and gloom for you. He took batting practice on Monday, and he can return as early as this week, and as his hamstring injury is healing quite well. I hope they do not run him back. Do not pull a Jonathan Indias like the Cincinnati Reds did. Bring him back too quickly and injure it even worse right away. Just let the big man heal. Keep him at DH. Cross your fingers. Chicago Cubs manager David Ross said the best-case scenario for a Seiya Suzuki return could be as soon as the West Coast trip, which starts this weekend in L.A. They'll be out here for about a week or so, so they didn't give a specific date. If it's Friday, if it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I don't know. But as early as this weekend, we could see Seiya Suzuki back in the lineup, so you bi-weekly lineup shifters in FBC and much more, you may get to put Seiya in your lineup pretty soon. Dre Jameson talked about it on a recent show that everyone wanted Brandon Fat. Dre Jameson's the dude. He is making the start on Wednesday, and that means he gets to face dun, 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 the Washington Nationals. No, I'm kidding. He gets to face the Milwaukee Brewers, which is a yin and a yang thing because the Brewers can't strike out a lot, but also have a lot of thump in that lineup. So keep an eye on that. But I love Dre Jameson going forward. I'd recommend picking him up if you're in deep performance or you just need starting pitching depth. I think he's worth a stream, but that's not my job. There's one guy I know named Nick Pollock, which will have you covered there. In uh, the results of Dre Jamison starting on Wednesday, Madison Bumgarner's start has been pushed back to Friday. Boo-hoo. All right, the Los Angeles Dodgers, we've got some more news here. Dave Roberts says Tony Gonsolin won't be back till at least, at least May. Uh, there was another setback in his rehab for his uh, injured ankle, and it'll be at least two to three weeks before he can even come close to making a rehab appearance in the minor leagues. Not good. 
Ryan Pepio, another guy that many people liked as a late round draft target, has not even begun to throw due to his oblique injury, and he is likely out till at least May. So Pepio and um, Tony Gonsolin, both at best, were coming back in May. Not good for the Dodgers, who are starting to see that uh, pitching depth come to fruition real early. Anthony Rendon of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim was scratched on Monday due to shoulder soreness, the same shoulder that he was hit by a pitch on Sunday. He is day-to-day. Uh, Gio Urshilla went to third base. David Fletcher played shortstop in that move. A couple more for you. I promise the pain is almost over, at least for us. Herman Marquez left his start on Monday in the sixth inning. He was pitching actually pretty well against uh, St. Louis in Colorado. And the scary part is he was pointing at his forearm when they told the uh, – staff to come get him off the mound so more more tests will be made on tuesday and we'll get a report back for you on that episode of first pitch and then joey bart was activated from the il for the san francisco giants with roberto perez going on the 60-day il and bart started at catcher so it's gonna get some more run we'll see how he does with the giants all right some hitting highlights on this monday night of action max muncie loves facing the giants especially in san francisco he went three for three with two home runs, two runs scored, seven RBIs, and a walk. Max Muncy entered the game hitting 121 with one homer and six RBIs. It's so much fun seeing stats and small samples and see how much it balloons after a night like Max Muncy has. Uh, Alec Bohm, three for five with two runs, a uh, home run, and six RBIs. He's now hitting 351 on the year with three home runs, seven runs scored, 11 RBIs. Throughout spring, they talked about Alec Bohm's new approach at the plate, the launch angle change, and it is coming into fruition early and often. For the Phillies here, if he can continue to do that, this we're talking twenty-five-ish homers potentially. This will be a big boy year for Alec Baum, the year many people have been waiting for. And then Sean Murphy now with Travis Darnold on the IL with a concussion. Sean Murphy will be the everyday catcher in Atlanta, and he jumped right in to making things happen. Three for five, two doubles, a home run, a run scored, and three RBIs, helping the Braves get the W in extra innings. Um, and Murphy, we know he can get going. He hits the ball hard all the time. That's his thing, and it came through. On Monday. For more details on the day's top hitters, check out the Daily Batters Box article over at pitcherlist.com. Starting pitching highlights for you. There's a lot to talk about here. I will save one Sandy Alcantara for Mr. Nick Pollock, and hopefully, you know, some tissues are close by because there might be some tears shed on that one. But some positive ones here. Zach Gallon bounces back with seven shutout innings with 11 strikeouts, 17 whiffs, and a 41% CSW on 96 pitches. This is why you trust your aces unless there's a really severe thing you're seeing in these early starts. Gallon bounced back in a big way against the Milwaukee Brewers. This is coming after his first two starts for about nine earned runs over 10 and two-thirds innings with 10 strikeouts and four walks. He looked bad, 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 but he bounced right back. Put another couple starts like this together, you'll forget all about those first two starts. It's the beauty of small samples, everybody. Bryce Elder made his season debut for the Braves, and unlike Dylan Dodd and unlike James uh, Jared Schuster, he should stick around because he went six and a third shutout innings with six hits, one walk, seven Ks, 14 whiffs, and a 34% CSW versus the Reds on 103 pitches. He looks great. He's looked really good in the playoffs last year. Bryce Elder was a very popular addition across fab circles on Sunday, and people that put the dollars in were rewarded greatly. Matt Strom, this is a great one. We've always liked Matt Strom's stuff. He seemed like a good bullpen, long relief guy. Well, he's entering the Phillies rotation. They're stretching him out. So they already mentioned he'd be on a short pitch count uh, for these next few games. But it did not matter. He went five shutout innings with four hits, one walk, six Ks, uh, with nine whiffs and a 37% CSW on 59 pitches. I'm loving me some Matt Strom. I'm hoping this story continues to go in a very, very positive way. 
Make sure you turn tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup. Get caught up on all things starting pitching. To the relief pitching for the night, a couple uh, kind of fun ones here, not your prototypical. You know, Klasse got his third save and all those fun things, but Andrew Chafin picked up his second save of the season, and this is big because, A, that's his second save, and, B, Scott McGuff pitched in the eighth inning for his third hold, a.k.a. we're starting to see how this bullpen might take shape. Kyle Finnegan picked up his second save for the Nationals. Won't be many chances, but he's had, he had a rocky, rocky start in his last – or relief appearance his last time out. Good to see him pick up the save here. And then another one similar to Arizona here, Ronaldo Lopez, who went an inning in the third, picked up his second save, while Kendall Graben pitched in the seventh inning. So Ronaldo Lopez seems to be getting a little more of a control of the ninth inning potentially, and he is the best option for them. So good to see the White Sox at least got that going in their direction. Read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information on all things relief pitching. All right, before we get previewing your Tuesday action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Most weight loss programs are short-term fixes, but the problem is managing your weight needs a long-term solution. And that's what makes Noom different. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight today and in the future. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Start taking control of your weight management and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. And that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. Before, again, we talk about DFS targets and much, much more for Tuesday, let's get a peek at the weather with the one, the only Mark Paquette. Thank you very much, Brian. Well, we're on a, quite the dry stretch of weather here. Most of the country, especially across the northern tier from New England to the basically Chicago area, it's not going to rain for a while, and it's not raining today. And the other thing that we're going to see across this northern tier games, like the Cubs, uh, I believe the Mets are at home, um, 
is it, it's going to warm up. Pirates are at home. Indians are at home. It's been kind of chilly the last few days, but t- tomorrow, today, it's going to turn warmer, and we should be good to go with temperatures well into the 60s, starting to feel a little bit like the S-word, summer, but it's still early. It'll get cold and rainy, that's for sure. Have a good one, and back to you. Thanks, Mark. Always appreciate it. All right. DFS for your main slates of action starting around 710 Eastern. You have 10 games. 10 games on Tuesday. Nice big slate. And it's headlined by some pitching in uh, AKA Jacob DeGrom and Shohei Otani. Those are your big dogs, both in great matches versus the Royals and the Nationals, respectively. But a couple more guys you could look at potentially Alec Manoa is coming at a discount price wise in your DFS streets. And uh Jorge, and he gets Detroit. And you got Jorge Lopez versus the White Sox. And Lopez has been outstanding in the first two starts. They talk about the pitch mix changes, the slider usage, all that good stuff. So don't mind me some Jorge Lopez, a, a very nice price tag on Tuesday. At the plate, though, you got Coors Field where everyone's going to want to go, of course. But I think Toronto versus Matt Manning. Manning's been good and bad. We know this. When he's bad, it's really bad. Toronto's first game with the new dimensions in that ballpark. I like them a lot. And then Atlanta versus Luis Sessa. I like that as well. If you need a third option outside of Coors Field, I'm going back to Texas for Jordan Lyles. That could be fun, too. But Toronto and Atlanta would be where I'm spearheading my fun on a Tuesday night. All right, last but not least, a couple things I'm looking forward to. I maybe buried the lead. Depends on where you want to look at this, but I, I purposely saved it for this part of the show. Kyle Wright is making his season debut on Tuesday. He had a shoulder issue that derailed the start of his spring, but he slowly got ramped up. His, um, his, his rehab starts, I guess you could say, weren't rosy, but they weren't bad. They were what they were. They were rehab starts. Makes a start against the Reds. On Tuesday, likely on a pitch count. Just keep close eye on that. But good to have Kyle Wright back in the rotation, and the Braves could definitely use it. I also am looking forward to any time these guys pitch. Uh, Shohei Otani and Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom bounced back in a big way in his last start. If he get hit around in his first start against Philadelphia, he looked like DeGrom of old. That was great to see. I expected to do similar things versus a just horrific Royals offense right now. So I'm really looking forward to Jacob DeGrom. And then Shohei Otani is just the greatest. Like, let's just do it. He gets the Washington Nationals. These guys should shove on uh, Tuesday, and I'm very, very excited to check that out. But it's a full full day of action. You even have four or five games starting in the 6 o'clock Eastern hour, and it should be a lot of fun as well. So really good stuff all around the diamond to check out on a Tuesday. A full day of action pretty much all in the evening, which is rare to see uh, so far this season. Tons of day games, not today. But that'll wrap us up, folks. Make sure you check out pitcherlist.com. Become a member over at PL+. Plus. You will not regret it. You get the Discord plus the projections, the optimizers, a ton of cool tools over there, PLV, all that good stuff. Plus, you get all the great written content at pitcherlist.com. But that'll do it. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTREK, B-E-N-T-R-E-K, and I can help you out there. Check out all the good stuff at pitcherlist.com. One last plug for them, but you know who they are. You know who I am, and that'll do it, folks. This was your Tuesday, April 11th edition of the First Pitch Podcast. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.